When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to 630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. So here's the schedule this weekend. Tomorrow, BC at Montreal. Sunday, Winnipeg at Saskatchewan. The doubleheader on Labor Day Monday, Toronto at Hamilton. I'll tell you this, Elks fans, you want Hamilton to lose that game. You want Saskatchewan to lose to Winnipeg. And then, of course, you want the Elks to beat Calgary on Monday. 3.30 for the countdown to kickoff here on 6.30, Chad. The game will start at 5. Dave Campbell, who is our color analyst for our games on 6.30, Chad, will be heading down to Calgary this weekend to uh, cover that game with Morley Scott. He joins me now. How convenient. Hi, Dave. Well, when a plan comes together. Well, maybe we didn't plan this. Maybe I knew you were going to talk about this very subject, and I said, you know what, Kellen, I'm hijacking the segment, so here yeah, I am. That's all right. Cool with me, guys. Go ahead. <laughs> all right, so uh, here's the off-topic topic. Now, you heard Trey Ford today that on Sunday after the game, he went to Earl's by himself and ate, and somebody said, are you Trey Ford? And they paid for his meal. So <laughs> I am asking people, uh, which famous person would you pay for their meal? Now, you do not get to eat with the person. You don't get to sit and talk to them. You get to have a brief interaction and say, hey, I just saw you ate. I, I like you so much. I'm going to pay uh, for your meal. We had uh, we had Derek Jeter. We had Peyton Manning. We had uh, John Candy, if he were still with us. Uh, I'm already forgetting. Uh, we had a couple other ones. But anyway, uh, does anybody – who would you pay for their meal, Dave, even though the inter- actual interaction would be very brief? Um, hmm. That's a good question. Well, Mark Messi is my favorite hockey player ever. I might buy him a bag of Lay's uh, <laughs> potato chips. Have some um, chips, Messier. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know what? Um, I would – Oh boy, that's a that's a tough one. You know, I think I think I would want to want to go buy Patrick Mahomes a meal. Oh, that's neat. what I would do. Yeah, I buy Pat Mahomes a meal, and maybe get a chance to talk about, you know, overcoming the obstacles, and you know, our my 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 Pats kicked the crap out of them, and uh, okay, they didn't, but they still beat him in the AFC Championship game. That was Brady's uh, what last Super Bowl appearance. Um, and then, you know, just talk, just talk about life. I mean, I'm very intrigued with Pat Mahomes, uh, just because of the quarterback uh, documentary on Netflix. I've only watched one episode, but, uh, I mean, geez, he, he lives, uh, you know, for a quarterback who's uh, a mega, mega star and makes all these millions of dollars. I mean, he seems like a down to earth guy. So I, I would buy him a meal. A couple of years ago, Patrick Mahomes signed that big contract with the Chiefs for $45 million per season. Here's a fun fact for you, Dave. Do you know where he ranks now amongst the highest paid quarterbacks in the NFL? He was number amongst one. the highest paid? Yes, he was yeah. number one when he, when he signed. He's since been surpassed. Um, who would surpass him? Well, um, yeah, Jordan He's, Love probably. 
No, not Jordan Love. Who am I thinking? Who's 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 the who's the He's, Philadelphia Eagles quarterback? Uh, Hurts. Why am I? Hurts. Yeah, Jalen Hurts. So, Mahomes. Uh, okay, here here's some, here's some context for everybody. He's now the seventh highest paid quarterback in the NFL. That's sick. Justin Herbert is number one. Lamar uh, Jackson is number two. They're both fifty-two million plus. Jalen Hurts is yeah. third at fifty-one million. Uh, Russell okay. Wilson, my former. Uh, <laughs> quarterback with the Seattle Seahawks. I'm all Geno all the time now. Uh, Russell makes 48.5. Kyler Murray, 46.1. Deshaun Watson makes 46. And then Josh Allen is behind Mahomes at 43. For my money, the two best quarterbacks, Mahomes and Allen, uh, are 7th and 8th on the list. Hmm. So there you Um, go. Now, those guys should be able to afford their own meals, but that's nice that you would buy Patrick Mahomes a meal. And Russell Wilson is the only quarterback who had an office. Had because Sean Payton took it away. Right, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that was stupid, beyond stupid. By the way, having his own office. My gosh, well, come on now. That there was a reason Pete Carroll got him out of Seattle. Now that we look back on that, and Seattle, yes. did, Seattle had an okay season, given what I thought they were going to be like last season. All right, so that is the off-topic topic. Which famous person would you pay for their meal, even though it would be a limited interaction? Uh, that is our off-topic topic. Dave Campbell, check it in tonight. All right, so uh, the Elks back at it. How much I, – I know through all the losses, they still said, well, we have to keep working. We're actually not down. We're actually not hating ourselves. I mean, yeah, the results aren't there, but, you know, our attitude is actually okay. Um, most losing teams say that. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it's true. Sometimes it isn't. What, if any, change have you seen in the Elks' demeanor, uh, you know, at practice the last couple of weeks? Well, definitely it does feel like the, uh, you know, the the air feels a lot lot more fresh. And, uh, you know, everything sounds better, looks better, tastes better. Um, You know, it's, it's just a different vibe. And... This group, and it's not just, you know, me, it's not word speak. They're a good group because you hear that a lot. Oh, they're a good group. But I compare this group to last year's group. That group had some good people and good players on it and guys who were willing to work, but they had enough guys that were checked out that it was kind of disturbing to watch. And it kind of affected the, uh, you know, kind of affected the rest of the team. This team is a really good group. They are young, and you got that young and immature kind of side to them, which we still see in, in games still that they got to you know kind of correct with penalties and and the odd mistakes. But it, it's just nice to see this this young group um, that they have found a way to get through their demons, get through their mental blocks, and win a couple of games in a row. And they also got Winnipeg running around pretty good three games ago. So even though they blew that game, um, you know, they're, they're a good group to be around and they work hard and they want to see uh, everyone on that team succeed. And, and I'm glad to see the growth and I hope they can continue it. Definitely have the, the, the quarterback I think that is, that is allowing it to happen. And uh, there's some other factors as well, but uh, I just think, you know, maybe they, they, they stop thinking about it, you know, and I, I talked to Kai Gray, uh, the the um, in the lead up to the Ottawa game, and I said, "How did you get over the mental block in Hamilton?" He's like, um, "I don't know." I'm like, "Maybe that's it. Maybe just don't think about it anymore." So it's good to see this team being rewarded for the work, and you know, coming back after a loss, and you know, they've had to do this for, for what nine, ten weeks to to try and 
figure out why they lost again and for them now to be on the side of uh, a couple of straight wins is is nice to see nice to see them be rewarded yeah, it, it changes the tone, and, and yes, everybody who's out there thinking it's only two wins, you're right, it's only two wins, but, uh, I mean, they're trying to now win three in a row for the first time since 2018, and I, I always refer to that Wally Buono interview I did a few years ago where he said he, he'd sooner win ugly than lose pretty. Winning changes everything. Players come to yep. uh, practice in a little bit better mood. They're they're more receptive to feedback, all that kind of stuff. So uh, hopefully the Elks can keep it rolling. Against, quite frankly, Dave, and I want you to comment on what you've seen from the Stamps, on uh, a Stampeders team that is is perhaps as ripe for the picking as, we, as we've seen in a long time on Labor Day. They're a bit of a perplexing group, you know, and I honestly thought they were going to get uh, walloped by the Argos last Friday a week ago. And it started out that way, 14 nothing. And then Jake Mayer wakes up. And Jake Mayer has his best game, and he throws four touchdown passes. And he's hard to figure out. And I don't think their offensive line play has been very good. They miss Kadeem Carey at the running back spot. They miss Malik Henry in the receiving core. You know, Reggie Bagleton had a great game with uh, nine catches for over 200 yards and two touchdowns. The three previous games, though, Reed, he only had 100 yards or just over 100 yards combined. So, you know, it's hard to get a read on this team. Uh, Their defense, they don't get a lot of pressure and they don't get a lot of uh, good coverage. Their linebacking core is is probably the best part of the team with Micah Awe leading the the, the, uh, league in both defensive plays and defensive tackles and Cam Judge and uh, Titus Wall and... They're just a it, – it's it's a strange group. They don't have the same – they don't they don't command the same uh, respect or fear that they used to put in teams like back in the Bo Levi Mitchell days when they had, you know – I mean, every part of their group was great. I mean, whether it was Joffrey Reynolds, whether it was John Cornish at running back, um, you know, even with a Kadeem Carey. Um, they just don't have the offense, defense, and special teams that you go, okay, well, we're in for a tough night. You know, they definitely can make it a tough night at times, but it's one one week their offense, and really, it, last week was kind of an exception because their offense has struggled for the most part, even though they have the, the league's leading passer in Jake Mayer, who's also the leading uh, uh, leads in the interceptions with 12. So they're a little perplexing because, you know, when they're, when their offenses go south, their defense holds them in, but it's not enough. And, you know, we've kind of seen that here in, in Edmonton with the Elks. We've seen several examples of that. And when their defense uh, doesn't have a good day, their offense can't quite pull out a victory for them. So they're a perplexing group. And, you know, I, I guess what Jake Mayer did last week kind of kind of makes you stand up and go, hmm, he still has that ability to hurt defenses. And you got to remember, I mean, two years ago, uh, he set a record for uh, a rookie quarterback and the number of consecutive starts where he threw 300-yard passing games. So he had three straight starts of 300 yards in each game. And, uh, you know, we've seen him now for – this will be his third Labor Day, for goodness sakes. And so, you know, we the, the Elks have seen Jake Mayer a lot, and Jake Mayer, unfortunately, has had a lot of success against this team. So it would be nice to return the favor and kind of kind of play into what's been – you know uh, why they've been struggling i think the elks um, you know definitely can win but uh, i think the the, the stampeders go 
okay, maybe we can win as well. But they kind of have that element they got to worry about, and that's straightforward. Uh, Dave, I want to ask you something else here because I, I got a text from uh, Jensen while we're doing this segment. Uh, Jensen says, hey, Reed, can you please ask Dave why the Elks insist on those high short kickoffs? They never seem to work, and it helped Ottawa get good field position late in Sunday's game. If, if uh, yeah, we call them the pooch kick or the yeah. sky ball. Uh, basically, Dean Faithful kicks it as high as he can to about the other teams. Well, you'd hope at least the thirty, but sometimes they yeah. don't, they don't go there far, and and they, it's they've worked a couple times, but most times teams get good field position off them. What what's the thinking, and why do they keep doing them? So first of all, I, I don't like that play. I don't like it. And, you know, it has worked on a couple of occasions. I mean, the first game or the first play against the Tiger Cats at home, they got a fumble off of that and they, they took over in, in Tiger Cat territory. Um, you know, it, it's really by choice because we've seen Dean Faithful hammer the ball off the tee and, and he's, you know, he's got leg, he's got strength. And, you know, he can back teams up to the goal line to around, you know, anywhere from that 10 yard to the goal line. It's really to, to try and get it away from a primary returner and really both returners and try to put it in the hands of one of the uh, one of the one of the people up front blocking who maybe aren't entirely used to um, handling the ball. Now, teams have adjusted to uh, what what the Elks are doing. Uh, with that type of kick, I mean, I remember the last time they played the Bombers, they put Johnny Augustine on on one side of the field, who's one of the running backs, so he can you know feel the ball better than 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 others. So, but it's I think it's a tactic just to try and you know get maybe a bobble, get a fumble, or to get your cover team down faster. The problem is Reed, and they gave up too much field position, and it's too precise, right? And we saw with uh, you know late in the game, as the as the texter referred to. That gave the Red Blacks field position. Yeah, you can't even kick it out of bounds, yeah. No, you can't kick it out of bounds. And why would you try and be that precise? I mean, there's no such thing as directional kickoffs. And if Mike Shepard, the special teams coordinator, thinks there is, he needs to really get get it together <laughs> here, right? You know, you look at what Jake Julian does. And, you know, he's not exactly a directional kicker, but the way he kicks the ball to to try and pin a, uh, an opponent it's kind of like an Aussie rules kick where he can kind of pin the ball you know kind of back or it's kind of like a point kick and it's he's really good at it but on a kickoff you just want to get the kick deep I think or if you want to have uh, the returner or someone other than the returner handle the ball then squib it on the ground you know have it bounce a, a few times but to ask your place kicker to be you know, accurate and and to, to hit a part of the field off of a kickoff you know near 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 the sidelines that's silly to me so that was the the elks were fortunate they had a big lead at that point because if they didn't boy that that could have been a very costly play yeah i i'd sooner he just bomb it down there and, and then they can go make a tackle for sure all right uh well labor day big game and uh you know if the elks win things keep changing we keep moving in the in a positive direction hey thanks for popping on the show tonight dave uh safe travels to calgary look forward to listening to you guys on monday thank you reed have a good weekend dave campbell who will be on the air monday uh, our cover starts at 3 30 in the afternoon countdown to kickoff hosted by brendan escott blake dermott will be there morley scott and dave campbell will describe the action at five 
as uh, we see if the Elks can make it three in a row. Been a long time since they have been able to do that. 780-496-0063. If you want to get in touch tonight, Blue Jays underway in Colorado. Bottom of the first, no score to tell you about. In that game, uh, U of A Golden Bears football on the road tonight against the Dinos. Uh, U of A hockey playing an exhibition game tonight. We're going to have Bob Stoffer checking in, I believe, from that game as we move along this evening. And we'll catch up on some of your comments, 780-496-0063, whether you want to talk uh, Elks or anything else, or, of course, our off-topic topic, which person, famous person, would you buy their supper for them? even after they've already eaten it. You don't get to eat with them, but who would you uh, be so enamored by you would get to briefly say hi to them and buy their meal? Back in a couple minutes. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Hi, this is Ryan Asia Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on 630 Chat. That's the nooch! a really successful horse as well. Infinite Patience won the Northlands Distaff on Saturday at Century Mile. I want to say a special hello tonight to loyal Inside Sports listener Thurza and her daughter Gaylene. Hopefully I'm pronouncing those correctly. Uh, I believe uh, Thurza uh, enjoys Inside Sports. And I appreciate that. Gaylene sent me a message earlier today. So I hope you guys are able to tune in tonight and you're both doing well. All right. Kellen Kennedy down the hallway in the uh, 630 Shed. Uh, what do you call that there? The control room. The cube of solitude. Are you sort of like Scotty? Would that be the equivalent of the engineering in Star Trek? Uh, sort of, kind of. I can't beam anybody anywhere, but... Uh, well, not yet. Not yet. Uh, maybe. Just wait to see where their technology keeps going. Yeah, maybe the next uh, firmware update, I might be able to do that. Do, do you have to work this weekend? Uh, no, I'll be at home uh, kicking back and uh, checking out the Elks and the Stamps game on Monday. So. All right, yes, I, I have uh, a long weekend, uh, but yes, the weekend's off. Uh, not much uh, more for me because we're getting into Oilers hockey. Yes, yeah, same, same. Training camp, what, three weeks away. So mm-hmm. that's uh, that's pretty cool. 780-496-0063. What do we have for the off-topic topic, Mr. Kennedy? Oh, we have uh, a lot of people buying a lot of celebrities, a lot of food here. So here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I've got uh, somebody by the name of Dry99, so uh, dr AI-99. Well, that's a dry subtle reference. And a Gretzky reference, too, with 99. Imagine them combined into one entity. Unstoppable player. <laughs> Says, I would buy Gretzky a round of golf, supper, and beers. Oh, so that's very, very nice. Mm-hmm. Very nice. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm surprised it took us that long to get a Wayne Gretzky. Yeah, there we go. Steven says, I would buy John Daly a meal. That would be a story <laughs> that, in itself. That would be, yes. Uh, and with him, it might be McDonald's or A&W. Mm-hmm. He might be easy to buy for, exactly. Yes. <laughs> uh, Bruce says, I'd buy dinner for John Tortorella. I'm guessing that he'd be both grateful and very surprised. That's from Bruce. He would be. And then he'd be like, so you're buying me a meal, Brucey? Is that what you're saying? 
Yes. That was a pretty bad Tortorella. It's best I could come up with this better. The moment. <laughs> yeah. It's the best when I try to do an accent and they and they all sound like I'm doing some really bizarre, inappropriate accent. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Nick texts in and says he would buy a dinner for Reggie Leach. There's a name from the past. Oh, wow. We're getting some interesting ones uh, tonight. 19 goals in the playoffs, a record that still stands today. Just think of a lot of great players have come and gone. 47 years, that record is still standing, and that was done in free rounds. Yeah, that's true. Because I, I think Curry got to 19, did he not? But he played more games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's a good Reggie Leach. Wow, we're, I'm, I'm, I'm impressed with some of the names people are coming up with. These are good ones. Mm-hmm. Ron texts in and says to Dalai Lama, Cheap meal seeing he is a vegetarian. God, he needs a good Alberta steak. Jeez. <laughs> That's uh, can we get him a canned ham shirt for that? We will. Who was that from? Ron. Ron. Maybe he has a shirt already. We'll give him a, a, a canned ham shirt. Mm-hmm. He'd buy the Dalai Lama, but only if the Dalai Lama ordered a, a, a steak. I don't know. Vegetarian meals can still be expensive, or vegan meals can still be expensive, I, I would assume. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kellen's just like, don't ask me that. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm a very, very much a carnivore still to this day. So, uh, anyways, um, Nick texts in and says that he would uh, take out sp- uh, sports personality uh, Natasha Stanishevsky, hands down. Natasha. Well, again, you don't get to eat with them, but uh, Natasha Stanishevsky was. Uh, I haven't talked to her in a few years, uh, but very great person was briefly uh, my practicum student in Lloyd Minster. Oh, wow. Well, probably, well, it would have been 18 or 19 uh, years ago. Yeah, Natasha's great. She's working for the Stamps now, right? So she's going to be covering the Labor Day class. Ah, there we go. She's yeah. gone to the dark side. Gone Uh-oh. to Calgary. There we go. Okay, those were good. We'll have more later on. Oh, we're going to play Name the Animal later. That's going to be fun. And uh, we're going to have a very special top 10 list as well. But speaking of special guests, this guy, uh, well, on Tuesday, he's going to be wrapping up his show because Oilers Now is moving to 5 to 7, and then Inside Sports will start at 7. That's starting on Tuesday after uh, Labor Day Monday. Bob Stoffer is going to check in. Thanks for listening to the show. Back after the news and weather.